0: Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generation shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. There are a few things that I'm almost guaranteed to cover with my clients who come in with childhood wounds. You wonder what that thing is? Perfectionism. It makes the top of the list. Perfectionism is the symptom of the beliefs, thoughts, and actions that are derived from the pain of not being good enough. The pain of not being good enough. Not feeling good enough has become your identity and perfectionism is your defense. hmm Not feeling good enough has become your identity and perfectionism is your defense. Sometimes getting caught up in the war zone of trying to protect yourself keeps you in this boat of, some people say self-sabotage, right? But I don't think I agree with self-sabotage. I think it's more of self-protection. Our nervous system Its job is to keep us safe from harm, right? It remembers harm and it warns us before harm can hurt us again. So even if the harm happened a long time ago, it still does its job of warning us. And most times we listen. And most times we feel like we have no choice but to listen, right? So today is part one of our chat about trauma and perfectionism. And I'm just excited for us to dive in. So let's get to it. So I'm going to talk to you about this thing I call the perfect split. So to me, perfectionism is on this spectrum. And so we're going to walk through what that looks like. So I want you to imagine that I'm drawing a line in front of you, horizontal line on the left side. We're going to highlight that as shame, on the right side, we're going to highlight that as pride. Now, shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress that's caused by a consciousness of wrong behavior. Sometimes that consciousness of wrong actually has nothing to do with something that we did wrong. It could just be a conditioning of wrong right? We're conditioned to believe that some behaviors are shameful. If we have different opinions or beliefs as our parents, if we decide differently, if we um, decide to hold up boundaries, right? We will be shamed by them to not do those things. So then you might feel shame, but it's actually that shame doesn't belong to you, right? So humiliation is one of those kind of, um, big words that that gets the punch, right? It's that feeling of, dang, people have caught me, right? People have caught me red-handed doing something that is wrong or they've caught me red-handed doing something that that goes against what they taught me, right? So that humiliation is what makes shame stick around and just want to party with you all the time. And you're like, get out of my house. And it's like, nah, I think I'm going to move in. In the back room, you got to blow a bed like now get out. OK, shame is it's my fault. All of it doesn't matter what it is. It's my fault. You've attached yourself to this humiliation of um, wrongdoing that really, again, doesn't necessarily have to do with your own wrongdoing. Thoughts even of bad things come to me. You know, it's all me. I'm the bad one. Right. A lot of ways that this can happen. um, There are a lot of ways rather that this can happen, but specifically through trauma, childhood trauma. When you're a child learning the world, learning your blueprints about relationships and how they function, um, learning how to, um, I wouldn't say in a healthy term. It's more like functioning in a relationship in a term where there are wounds involved, where there's emotional immaturity involved. It's more like adjusting your behavior to the the emotionally immature person. It's not really about functioning, right? It's about adjusting to make sure you don't piss them off. You don't make them mad. You don't do something that's going to make them criticize you. That's what you learn is the blueprint, right? Um, so, these things interrupt and interject into our adult lives, right? They attach kind of this negative meaning to ourselves and the way that we function in supposedly healthy relationships. Right. Um, so this feeling of bad things come to me or come from me, or I can't do anything right. So the shame on this perfectionism uh, spectrum, the split, right. You're on the, the left side of the split. Um, You may believe that perfectionism in the way that you kind of play it out, that it looks like not being able to trust yourself. I must always look outside of myself, see what other people are doing, and then almost mimic that because I don't have what it takes. I can't trust that this is the best decision for my baby, for my children, for my marriage, for my career. I can't trust that this is actually a good decision, so let me research. Let me ask around. Let me do everything I can to deflect the attention off of me being good enough, capable enough to make this decision, right? You can't really gauge when things are good enough, even if everyone around you is telling you it's fine, right? doing things like rehearsing what you'll say to people or even replaying conversations back into your head. Maybe you said something that you felt felt like maybe came off the wrong way. And even if the person doesn't tell you like, oh, that was, I don't know about that. That little comment kind of hurt me. In your mind, if you feel like it was hurtful or wasn't good enough, what do you do? I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I didn't think about it that way. Please don't be mad at me. Like i I didn't even think about it. They were, oh my gosh, five minutes later, girl, I, I just have to say it again. I am so sorry. I did not. The next day, girl, please just, just know that that was not my heart, right? The next week. I mean, the apologies, right? That come after on and on and on. The replays within your mind. Because shame is attached to the way that you communicate and the way that you feel like people communicate to you. And so the version of perfectionism for a person who is on the split of shame is it's everything that goes wrong is my fault. Everything around me that goes wrong is my fault. The trap here is that trying to be perfect, trying to perfect your communication, trying to perfect um, how you are perceived, how you look, all the things, um, it never alleviates the shame. (laughs) In fact, it fuels it. Let me give you a little bit more gas. It makes it worse because essentially what's happening here is, you know, I feel bad. I must do say these things, apologize all the time, always be watchful of what other people are doing because I don't know it all. I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. So I'm going to do what they do or what they say. If I mess it up, I'm going to apologize. It makes you feel better for just a little bit. Then you shame yourself. Oh, dang it. I t- I messed, here I go again, messing up, then you perfect. And then the cycle continues on and on and on. But let's talk about pride. So on the other side of the perfect perfect split, we have pride. Pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. So it is not a bad thing for us to be proud of the things that we have accomplished, right? We just got done talking about the celebration deficit. So it is absolutely good for us to uh, find ourselves significant and to celebrate what we deem uh, to be important or significant. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the pride that's more so geared towards the end of that sentence, your own achievements. This one is sneaky because in most cases, you're not actually satisfied with your achievements You just believe that you're the only one who can reach your achievements. This looks like uh, you're the one that takes the responsibility for things because you believe that you have the right way. And if other people have it in their hands, they're going to mess it up, right? You struggle to ask for help for other people's opinions, for other people's support. I'll do it myself, (laughs) I will make the grocery list. I will cook all the things. I'll clean the dishes. I internally might complain about it, but I'm not going to tell you that because when you wash the dishes, you believe in food. Uh Uh-oh, it's getting a little personal. Did you hear that? It got a little personal. (laughs) But in seriousness, you have this ultra-independence. I can do it by myself. This pride that tilts a little onto the side of um, Arrogance or not dependence on anyone else. Listen, we need people. We need people. God made Adam and he was like, mm, it's not good for you to be by yourself. You gonna need somebody else that's like you. Let me make a woman. We need people. We're designed to need people. And if you're in the perfect split on the end of pride, you can get into this space, this intensity of doing things on your own, which puts you on an island, makes you feel very dissatisfied. You're doing the things, you're achieving the things, but you're by yourself. And you don't have the vulnerability to ask anyone to step onto your island to be present with you, to help you feel, to help you feel safe, to help you feel not alone, connected, right? Right? So these two ends, shame and pride, that split happens on that perfectionism um, spectrum and it gets in the way on either side, right? So it doesn't matter what side you're living on. There's not one better than the other. (laughs) Pride is pride. Shame is shame. And sometimes you might even bounce back from one side to the other. Just a little bump, bump, bump. Oh, today I feel a little shame. Oh, today I feel a little prideful, right? You might bounce back from one or the other perfectionism in either category can be um, very harmful for your soul, for yourself, for your relationships. It interferes with the way that you take care of yourself. You can't sit down and be still and be present if there's always something to be done better. If there's always some way that you're comparing yourself to, You feel like there's a a big gaping hole that other people have these magnificent marriages and you're the one missing out. Other people have these wonderful ways, all this extra time to do things as a mom that you don't have. And you're constantly chasing the gap, constantly trying to fill in the gap. Or you're like, girl, I got it. I don't need your help. And really both struggle with vulnerability. (laughs) One struggles with vulnerability with themselves or both actually and vulnerability with other people to be seen as flawed is okay. Cause we all are join the club girl. Come sit next to me. I was the first one here <laughs> working through perfectionism and all facets of your life, especially when we think of it as it attached to trauma. Healing is also being able to set aside this identity of perfectionism Because it really is this thing we take on. Oh, I'm a perfectionist. What if you weren't? What if you didn't feel like that had to be your introduction? I'm a bit of a perfectionist and this is why I did X, Y, and Z. I think it's okay to like excellence. I think it's okay to like things to be a certain way. But don't let it drive you to fear. And don't let it be driven from fear. Okay? If you would like to work with me, perfectionism and trauma is one of the things that we talk about and how to lay that aside so you're out of survival mode and working and functioning and operating out of peace instead. Go to monthlyucom backslash coaching so that we can chat, schedule your free call, and we're going to have a great time, you and I on this discovery journey of what it looks like for you not to operate out of these things, but in peace instead. Again, that's momfullyu.com backslash coaching. And I'll talk to you then. As always, it was my absolute pleasure talking with you today. Thank you for stopping by for our chat. I can't wait to do it again. But until then, take care.